0: But now look at chapter 3, where we're headed. We start having to make choices. Do you know why? We have to swim against the current of the world. Do you know what the Bible says? It says, every one of us were born into this world. Every human on this planet that's ever existed was born, dropped in a river, and floating blindly toward a waterfall that empties into hell. Did you know that's the simple thumbnail sketch of the whole Bible? Every human is born by nature as soon as they're old enough to make choices and by choice and according to the Bible by divine decree, a sinner. All but one. And that one who was not born a sinner is the only one as a human that could take all those blind people flowing and floating down to the pit to take their place as a perfect human to die in their place. And that's what Jesus did. And all of us are bumping along in the river and we bump into Christ. Maybe through someone in the aisle of church sharing the gospel. Maybe it's through, you know, door to door or listening online or reading or or hearing or watching. But whatever it is, we bump into Christ, because He's only an arm's length away from everybody that's ever lived. And if we respond to him, we get that transformation that chapter 2 talks about. But what is it supposed to do to us? Verse 1 of chapter 3. If all of chapter 2 happened, if you were raised with Christ, or you could say since you were raised with Christ, because he's writing to believers, seek those things which are above. Start swimming against the current of the world. You know, what's interesting, this, this framework... 1 and 2 about what Christ did. Chapter 3 and 4, how he wants to live out from us. Chapter 1 and 2, our position in Christ. Chapter 3 and 4, our practical sanctification because of Christ. That framework is all the way through all of Paul's epistles. That's what Paul built uh, his, his whole ministry upon. The justifying death of Christ unleashes inside of me the sanctifying life of Christ. So I swim against the current of the world. And so basically, we could say that life is all about sanctified living. Sanctified living is understanding that the death of Christ and the cross opens for me, Christ living out through me every day. It's not me trying harder. It's not me saying I want to be different. It's me saying I want to be different, and Christ, you can make me different. It's not me trying harder. It's me trusting him more, yielding to him, believing that he has what we were just singing that that Christ is risen and he has set me free and I live in that new life life is all about sanctified living the heart of biblical sanctification is that sanctification requires our participation our obedience our responses and that's what Paul lays down in chapter 3 you can't understand being humble unless you understand the context it's in Humility grows in the patch of sanctification. Humility is one dimension that indicates sanctification is happening. All of these elements grow when Christ is unleashed in our lives. And so if they're not growing, the list we read in 12, 13, and 14, it means that something is wrong. Christ is not unleashed into our lives, and we need to Be concerned about that. Why? Because there are two sides of saving faith. Justification is what Christ did for me on the cross. Sanctification is what Christ is doing in me because of the cross. Justification is immediate, completely finished, the instant I was saved. Sanctification is an ongoing process that's never completed until I meet Jesus face to face at death or his coming is sanctifying me more every day more he wants to now i might resist him and i might not cooperate but he wants to change me more every day when jesus saves us justification i am declared right in god's sight and he immediately begins sanctification my practice is made right by being conformed to christ so Look at Colossians chapter 3, and this is what Jesus wants to do. He wants us to live the new life he bought for us. Chapter 1 and 2 is the new life he bought for us. Chapter 3 and 4 is how he wants us to live it. He already bought it for us. Now he wants it to be unleashed in our lives. And as we are saved only by the accomplishment of Christ's sacrifice on the cross, so we live each day by faith, the same faith by which we were saved. We are always dependent on Christ's gracious death on the cross that saves and keeps us.